Recording is on. Okay, welcome everybody to uh, Supreme Being. I didn't do the podcast episode yesterday, so I'm doing it tonight. Um, first and foremost, the first three announcements I always start and end with. Number one is Team DC sold. If you need anything worldwide real estate, we can either help you personally or refer you to somebody. Uh, so go to teambcsold.com or email us at teambcsold at gmail. Number two, Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program for the world. Um, I highly recommend you get on it. I don't care who you are, where you're from. If you're successful, if you're new, it's going to benefit you. We're having more than one or two people join every single day. You can find that on my profile on Instagram or briancasella.com. Number three, eXp Realty. If you're a realtor and you're not with eXp, get on. Get on our squad. Join.exprealty.com or message me if you would like a little bit more information. Okay, let's get started. This is what I want to talk about tonight, and it's a topic that everybody has to embrace. <clears throat> it's spoken about a lot. However, people are doing it wrong. They're not doing it enough, or they have no idea what they're doing. One of those three. And the one special word that I'm going to talk about tonight is simple, and it's collaboration. Okay? I don't just mean in the sense of, oh, I'm going to link up with another influencer on Instagram and do a shared post. <laughs> no. I'm talking beyond that. That could be a initial stage, the inception period. How about, <clears throat> how about this? How about collaborating with people and growing your business? That's also a collaboration, right? But now because of the social media era, collaboration is only assumed with producing content. So I wanted to clear that up before I started. Okay? Now, to give you a story as to why this topic is ringing in my head, uh, yesterday, I uh, went to downtown LA, right, which isn't too far from my house. It's like 20, 25 minutes. Um, and I met up with uh, my friend, Joel. Shout out to him. He might be on this live at some point. And I met some new people, right? Eric, shout out to him, a photographer. I met a jeweler. I forget his name, but we're following each other on Instagram now. And um, we linked up with um, and did a collaboration with three uh, girls from The Vixen, right? Uh, the Vixen brand, right? I know they have models and they also do, uh, you know, rated X films and that kind of stuff too. And we did a collaboration together. Uh, so, you know, we, we chatted, we did some stuff, some, some pictures, some PR, they did some videos with my car and stuff like that. And basically, um, it was to build their calendar, get some new photos. And we had probably around at least 20 or 30 minutes to talk and mingle and, and, and exchange information and that kind of stuff. So before I even continue, I want you guys to jump into my head for a second, okay? Because I'm a businessman. I don't just do social media, right? I run a real estate team. First question I get is, whoa, whoa, bro, like your name's going to be associated with like people who do porn or this and that, blah, blah, blah. And if you've been following me, you recall a couple months ago, I posted a uh, video on Instagram and a picture with a good friend of mine, Tony, Tony Dillinger. He owns a porn studio in uh, the Valley. Okay, he's been a producer. He goes to AVN, which is the awards every year, and he's a friend of mine. Okay, you have to make a decision before you start any of this. Now, I'm going to explain the strategy behind this here in a second. I made this decision a long time ago when I started, especially doing social media. I said, I am not going to stop myself or hinder myself in any type of way because of fear of judgment or if one or two people may not like it and may not do business with me. Because that's the first thing. Well, you're associating now with like rated R, rated X, you know, uh, racy brands and that kind of stuff or people who, 
who are not politically correct? Are you afraid that's going to affect your business and this and that? You have to make that decision. I'm not saying what I did is right or wrong. I'm simply sharing a strategy with you. <clears throat> okay. Long term, this relationship is going to help me tremendously. And it benefits them too, because I have access to a lot of people, locations, and especially nice cars, which fits them for taking pictures and doing video. But they exchange me as well with giving me more exposure and more connections that I need to further clamping down my hold and influence in LA and outside of LA. Okay. So with that said, we get together, blah, blah, blah. They do the pictures, this and that. Now I'm going to be releasing that stuff here in the next week or two, depending on when I get all the videos and pictures back once they're edited and stuff. Okay. <clears throat> but one point you have to understand, aside from what I just told you is this. A lot of people, when they begin to collaborate, and now we can say create their story of their brand and themselves, they fail to realize that collaborating outside of their particular niche isn't a bonus, it's actually necessary. I still see so many people trapped in their genre, right? If someone's a social media marketer, they only collaborate with other social media marketers. If somebody's a businessman, traditional sales, they'll only collab 99% of the time with salesmen, right? Or if somebody is a model, they'll only collaborate with other models. If somebody's in the car world, they're only going to collaborate with other car owners, car photographers, and people only in the car world. That is one of the biggest reasons people fail to grow and fail to expand at a healthy rate. I can attribute some of my most explosive growths on Insta uh, Instagram, YouTube, or whatever it is as far as following from these cross platform collaborations. Okay. Now where you draw the line is up to you. Maybe some of you would never associate with Vixen because they do porn and that kind of stuff. Cool. That's up to you. I will. I have no issue with that personally. And to answer the question about it affecting your business. Well, it may, it may offend some people, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. <clears throat> so the cross platforming, and this is why let's say you're a businessman and you <clears throat> collaborate with somebody in the car world, for example, okay? You sell a product, you sell a service, whatever you're, you sell or what you do, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> what you're doing now is when you collaborate with that individual and vice versa in this case, this works for both people, and you start putting the stuff out, a newspaper article, you do a video together, whatever it is, you as that businessman in this case, are exposing yourself to a new, broader, and unknown audience, meaning they don't know you. They may not know anything about you. They may not even ever gonna find you because they're not gonna search something business related to find you. However, that opportunity you have to be in front of them, speak, share your story, talk to them, produce the content with the car guy, whatever it is, you now are opening a door that very few people will open and it's kind of like a floodgate that would lead to more opportunities to you. Because if you have something to sell and now that audience knows you as that person and now you and that other individual are friends <clears throat> and you're producing stuff constantly and you're in front of them, you not only are going to funnel people in to follow you, you're going to funnel in people who are going to know your brand now, grow your presence, grow your brand awareness, and possibly be now or future potential customers. Okay which is something that I do all the time. Because because I've been able to transcend just real estate, I'm bringing in real estate leads via customers who contact us directly, other agents who send us referrals, 
right? And at the same time, I'm attracting people towards everything else that I do, the speaking, the products, the coaching, and all that other stuff. So it's a two-way street for me. It's a two-way highway. And like I told you before, I can attribute some of my biggest and most explosive growth coming from other people and collaborating outside. Okay? <clears throat> so when it comes to this whole collaboration thing, you have to start looking at it as you playing the chessboard. One of the other issues that I have with people is their mentality looking outside into it, always thinking, well, how can I benefit from this? That's the wrong attitude to have. You want to create, when you collaborate, a win-win. If they have a bigger audience than you, for example, which is a common question I get, well, what value can you offer that individual that's going to at least get their attention and want them to collaborate with you? The podcast I just filmed the other day with uh, Mike, shout out to him, Smurfin WRX, huge in the car world, has a huge following, a lot of people know him, right? When I initially contacted him, I had a thousand followers on Instagram, not even a thousand subscribers, I don't think, on YouTube. Um, Facebook, I had a little bit of traction, right? I was a nobody, quote, as far as an influencer, okay? Watched a few of his videos, and I realized at the time, I had bought my GTR, right, my Nissan GTR. He was a car guy, he always talked about the GTR and he loved it. So I said, you know what, maybe this guy would like to check out my car, okay? Emailed him, the only way I could find it was email. Emailed him, said, hey dude, I got a GTR, if you'd love to check it out, let's link up. Boom, within a couple minutes, he emails me back, let's do it. So if we take a step back for a second, what did I do? I offered him something that he finds valuable, which is just checking out my car and I got some of his time to meet with him and talk to him. Then we ended up doing videos, and we've been friends ever since, okay? So there has to be some sort of legitimate value exchange. Now in some cases, in some cases it might be money, right? I would have no problem if I was filming a badass video for real estate, some of these models that I know, if I had to pay them because of their schedule or whatever, I would pay them. Okay, you know what, come out, boom, I'd love to have you in the video, do some pictures with you, We'll, we'll pay you whatever, 300 bucks for an hour or two, whatever it is. That's okay. But then again, that's a fair value exchange. They're helping me and I'm helping them with the money. That's clean. That's fair. Everyone's always looking for a way to one-up somebody or get something for free or something for nothing. And we have to get ourselves out of that mentality immediately because all it does is it makes other people sour towards even considering more people to collaborate with. Because you know from experience, and whatever it is, once you have one or two bad experiences, it makes it much more difficult for you to now consider that again, that option or that thing, because it left a bad taste in your mouth, right? So I'm sure you're following me here, okay? Another thing you need to look at too is when I want to collaborate with somebody, I'm thinking three or four steps ahead, meaning let's say I collaborate with somebody in a different industry. Well, you need to look at, at the links in the chain and see, is there something in the future I can help them with additionally to what I'm doing now? Will this lead and can this lead to something even bigger, right? Can we maybe collaborate together and create something new, some new program, some new series, some new movement, some new product or service together that we maybe wouldn't be able to, to do individually, right? So I'm thinking, if we can take this thing down a couple levels, 
who else can we meet through that? Some people are connectors, right? And this is something I can explain to you guys. I consider myself a phenomenal connector, meaning I can meet somebody, then I know somebody else who, if they meet and I'm able to bridge that gap, they'll be very good business partners together. And now, in return, they're eternally grateful to me. They're always going to be and have that gratitude for me and keep me first in line for other things and events. And now, again, they're a door, door opener for me now because I opened a, a door for them and an opportunity. Now they're going to reciprocate and do the same. You see? So I'm even thinking, can I be a connector with that individual? Is there something I can connect them with? Is there something maybe I can see down the road that I could possibly help them with? Like if I start helping somebody and collabing with somebody who's small now, who may eventually need me from a real estate sense, in the future buying a property, leasing some space for him and his business, and then it scaling and growing, well, that would be a good relationship for me. In the beginning, I'm helping him get exposure. We now become friends, we have a relationship, and then I can even help him down the road. And then they can help me, because maybe they end up producing some sort of product, manufacturing some product or whatever it is that I do later, like apparel, case in point. Mike, who I was talking about earlier, me and him are gonna collab when it comes to that. When I decide to release apparel and stuff, boom, he's my guy. He's my guy for sure when it comes to that. So it's not something that a lot of people would see in the beginning, but I was already kind of mapping that out in my mind. And when you come from this strategic standpoint, when it comes to collaborations, it makes it smoother, it makes it more efficient, right? And believe me, people see the difference and this is the biggest thing. They know you're not just gonna be another person reaching out looking to get a bigger following or do this or do that. It, it, it gives them more incentive to respond and actually want to collaborate with you. Because even me, I don't have a huge following. Fuck, I get a ton of DMs, a ton of emails, a ton of messages on Facebook, right? My team, because our team numbers are everywhere, they're calling and texting all the time. Most of them just blend in because it's the same story with a different name. Very rarely does a message or something stand out. Because we can tell, I can read a message and I can tell if somebody's being sincere or not. Or if they're just asking me a question to ask a question and they want to hand me down or a handout type of, you know, oh, you know what, yeah, I'll give you something for free. It's very easy to tell, especially after you've read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these over and over and over and over. So you have to put yourself in their shoes for a second and say, well, if I have something to offer, if I want to collab with this person, what could it be? Now in this case, in this Vixen collab, I met Eric, who's a great photographer. I already knew my friend Joel, but now they can produce high quality pictures for me, okay? High quality video. I now have a referral network and access network to a bunch of models that I didn't before because I met the stylist and all the other people and we're, we're connected now. Not to mention the two or three girls that were actually there and all of their connections. And all it took was an hour collaboration. Now, of course, there's some other things that were done on scene as far as communication, me exchanging information with them, um, and, and things like that, you know what I mean? So there was some skill involved there as far as me becoming that person that, oh, okay, we really like Brian. It wasn't just like I showed up and didn't talk to anybody and all that fell into my lap, right? We could save that for another episode, but you have to see that that one moment, that one hour, the two hours that you collaborate or you do that thing, that joint venture together, whatever you want to call it, there's so much potential in that moment. Whether it's the people that you meet there, or the people that they're gonna connect you with later. There's just a tremendous amount of opportunity there. So in addition to the actual collaboration helping you, 
you don't know what else can come. Somebody else can invite somebody that ends up being that one connection to that one thing or that one person you wanted to get closer to or that one thing that you needed to help grow your business or you meet somebody who gives you that one piece of advice and blah, blah, blah. I mean, the list is endless. So possibilities of opportunities in those moments are endless, endless. Shit, you might even meet somebody who might turn into a good friend. Wouldn't that be cool? So a lot of people view, and I did in the beginning as well, they view collaborating as like a chore, and I did too. I, I really did. Now, the one thing you, you want to make sure that you, that you run a check with on your, in your mind is never collaborate with somebody or some entity or some company or whatever it is uh, just for the benefits. If you don't agree with them, uh, their service, the, you don't maybe align with them as far as your ethics and that kind of stuff, I'd recommend you stay away. I recommend you just go collab with somebody else or pass on that one opportunity. It's okay to say no. If people approach you to collab or you want to collab with somebody and they tell you no, it's okay. Okay. There's a lot of people who I've turned down collabs with because I just don't feel we're a match for each other. And if I did it, I would just be doing it for the views. I would just be doing it for the attention and I never want to do that. I want to stay clean on my side ethically. That keeps my mind sane and keeps me grounded which is one of the reasons as well, as time goes on and we're doing all the social media stuff, you see so many people fall off because they're not clean. Now, that's not to say it's the only thing, but a lot of times it is, you know, they're putting up a front, they're lying about something, they're trying to hide something. I don't have to do any of that shit, right? I'm literally talking about associating with Vixen who does rated X films, right? They do porn and I'm going to be releasing videos and, and pictures that we did together. So there's no hiding from me. So, understand that you do have to have that process for you and it's different for everybody. You might have different rules and, 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 and ways of seeing it and ways of doing it and your code of conduct. You have to have that. That'd be my question to everybody. Do you have a, a standard and a code of conduct that you operate with in your business, in your life and in your collaborations? Does that even exist? Do you even know what I'm saying right now? Right? Cause if you don't, you need to take a step back and, 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 and create that and have that set in place. So moving forward, every step you take, every action you take, it, it, there's some sort of guideline there for what to avoid, what to pursue, and those kind of things. It makes your systems and your processes much smoother. All you have to do is peer into a big entity, a huge corporation, huge businesses, right? You look at uh, lawyers, high-profile lawyers, and that kind of stuff, and you'll see everything that I'm talking about at the highest level, and that's why they operate and run and profit and succeed at that level. So it's not, is it right? Is it wrong? It's, are you doing it the way that you said you were going to do it? And then from an ethical standpoint, of course, being honest and forthcoming and, and things of that nature, right? Cool. So now the next question I get is, <laughs> I always get is, well, how do, how do we start doing this? Look, you, you have to go out there and interact with the world. I say this all the time, but more than ever now, it's a necessity. You know, it's easier with Instagram and Facebook. Nothing beats meeting people face-to-face. -face. If you have to go to events, I mean, if you have to go to meetup groups with people who have common, common interests with you, start going to meetup groups. Then you can form little collaborations and, and maybe start businesses together or, or, or talk and, and shoot ideas off each other. Then that gets your brain working and now you can start taking steps, All right? I, I've talked to and helped so many people who even started following me who I met at car shows, maybe young people who were photographers. And I said, hey man, just do some photo shoots with some of these guys for free. 
give them, give them some pictures and watch. Eventually you can start leveraging it. You'll get a following and then you can start making money. And I know some young kids who are under 20, 21 and younger, and they're making money doing pictures. And a year or two ago, they were just doing pictures for free and now they've turned it into a business, right? But how? Because I had a short little chit chat with them for 10 or 15 minutes and broke down that idea because they approached me at a car show and they were like, oh, hey man, I just took a sick picture of your car. Check it out. Which by the way is, uh, if you're a photographer watching this, right, that's a little line you can use. If you're at a car show, take a sick picture of somebody's car, find out who the owner is and show it to him. Guarantee you he'll say, oh, send it to me, which is what I did and I recommended this kid do and he was killing it. He got so many people's information and Instagrams to send him that photo, but what did he offer? He offered a high quality pic of the individual's car, which in that moment, in that context is valuable. Bingo. That's how they got the information and that's how the back and forth started, okay? So <clears throat> getting started is simply having a set plan of what you wanna do, where you wanna take it, and then you can start seeing a general scope of who you would wanna collaborate with and which genres you think would either gel well with your message and what you're doing, or maybe a genre that you would like to break down barriers with. I believe I'm one of the few people who started real estate stuff and then like collaborating with cars and, and dating coaches and all that. I didn't see anybody else doing that shit. Most people in real estate would collab with financial people, real estate investors and that kind of stuff. I took it another way, successfully, because I keep getting more followers, right? So. You cannot be afraid to break barriers. That may be something you can experiment with and see, see what happens. The cool thing is like, it's a playground. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Just keep breaking barriers, keep expanding. As long as you're expanding, you're doing the right thing. And keep heading forward, keep moving forward with, with certainty, with conviction. And now, on top of the activities that you're already doing to grow your brand and your service, you're now, right, building the foundation for explosive growth in the future because you're opening those doors to other genres and a new audience that other people would not do. Okay. So with that said, we'll keep it short and sweet as far as the uh, lecture portion. If you guys have any questions on zoom or uh, Instagram, I'll answer them for you live. I'll stick around for about 10, maybe 15 minutes. Ask away. Mm. Use a sign-in sheet during open houses. Yes, of course. And before it starts, put two or three people so people don't feel like they're the first one. Do brokers charge any fees to be in the office? Uh, yeah, you have most uh, brokerages have like monthly fees. So yeah. Um, changed my taste. I mean, my, has my development journey changed my taste in music or how much you listen to? Not really my taste, but for sure, I would say I listen to music less now because I'm educating myself more. So as, as far as how much, yeah, less for sure. Uh, this is a CK line. This is a CK jacket, Calvin Klein. Um, yeah, I still door knock, but not nearly as much as I did before. Rot. Um, how do you get mentally ready? 
you have to have a morning ritual, man. Um, that's the best way to do it because then you create momentum early on in the day. And when it's time to tackle the door knocking, however later in the day you do it, you're already mentally aligned, right? There's no special ritual for right before, right? If you're terrified of door knocking, you need to set little steps for yourself, man. Say, hey, I'm just going to go hit five doors and do it. That way you can start building your way up. Uh, Mo, none of the classes you're going to take in the licensing course are going to help you with the actual business. So just pick any courses and get it done with and get your license as soon as possible. If you're going to spend any time developing anything, work on your mindset and work on your skills, your communication skills. Those should be your two areas of focus. EXP have any different guidelines? No, no, there's no special rules or anything like that. Good, Carrie. Let me know when you sign up. Uh, message me on Facebook so I can add you to the group. Congratulations. You're making a very smart decision. No one goes harder than the bro on social. Uh, really, cold calling is the best early in the morning or late in the evenings. There's no best time. Uh, I can't see your name. Yesy? I can't, I can't see it. Or Leslie? Um, Whenever you do it consistently is the best time. So if you can do it consistently in the morning, do it. If you do it only consistently at night, do it. Whenever you do it consistently, that's the most important thing. I like to make people and have difficulty hard selling when needed. Your thoughts on soft versus hard and being aggressive. Uh, when the situation calls, that's the part where, um, what's it called? Where your experience and your ability to adapt comes in, Michael. And a lot of that comes with uh, experience and working on your skills. There's some people that you have to be aggressive with to get them to close a deal. And there's other people that you do have to be very, almost like a massage, very soft. And then they'll, they'll sign. Uh, the young man Jenkins. Yeah, get on modern success immediately, dude, because... A lot of people think modern success is just like a real estate course. It's not. I have a ton of people in modern success who aren't even affiliated with sales or real estate. So it's much more than you guys think. So yes, get on now. Like get off the live and get on now. Which of your courses would you recommend to me who has been in real estate for a year? Uh, Kalia, if that's your name, if I'm saying it right, uh, modern success for sure. That's the most well-rounded and all-encompassing course. Modern success, go to briancasella.com, Connor, and you'll get all the schedules and the prices and all that. I've heard Brian Sirhan say he wakes up at 4.30, get ahead of his competition. Um, how can you get stuff done if the rest of the world is still asleep? <laughs> well, he's talking about other stuff, Mike, going to the gym early, reading, personal development, right? Getting his stuff ready so he can get into the office early. Maybe he handles emails, right? So you do get ahead because everyone else wakes up at eight or seven. You've already read, you've already exercised, you've already checked emails, gotten your stuff prepared for the day. So when you walk into the office, it's game time and you start. What did you get Lloyda today? Um, I don't follow holidays, princess. Um, I bought her, the last gift I bought her was last week. I buy her presents all the time randomly. I don't wait for a holiday to show my appreciation for her or any woman. If I like you, I'm going to buy you shit whenever I want. I'm not going to wait for a holiday. 
Got a listing appointment on my first cold call. Wow, dude, you're a boss, bro. Teach us. What's your secret? Thank you. Great explanation. You're welcome, Mike. Yeah, these are these are blue blockers, by the way, guys. So just a different design. Personal development, uh, Rot, Rotimio, I don't know what your name is. Go to my YouTube. I just released a video two or three weeks ago on the top five books I recommend for 2019. That will answer your question. Which of your courses would you recommend after the license? Okay, yeah, well, your name is all, all the letters are together, so. Uh, which of your courses would you recommend right after the license? Modern success, bro, modern success. Always, that's my number one recommendation to everybody now, modern success, because it's the most well-rounded for everything you need. And I think my bio now has my website link. Uh, Secret was watching YouTube for a year before I hang my license. Wow. <laughs> and you waited a year? Shit. What other questions do you guys have? I'll stay on for another couple minutes. You know, somebody made a, like I've gotten a couple comments right on YouTube. Oh, every once in a while, somebody complains like, oh, we want kind of like different stuff, you know, more advanced stuff. And one of the main reasons I don't, um, is look at the questions. All the questions I get on social media still and on YouTube are basic. So why would I make advanced material if the majority of the questions are still basic, meaning they don't grasp the basics? It would be foolish, especially for the audience. What are your thoughts about wholesaling? It can work. I looked on your YouTube, I didn't see it. Do you have any videos talking about your properties in Texas? There's at least three or four, Roach. I just recently did an interview with Mike Wolf. And I have two or three other videos under my real estate investing playlist that talk about it, dude. So I don't think you browse my channel. I think you're probably just searching on YouTube. What platform do you think generates the most leads for you? Well, for us, my team, bro, is uh, prospecting for sure. It's a mixture of the cold calling and the door knocking because we do stuff on social media, but uh, we don't get as far as like Facebook ads and all that. We get deals, but nowhere near what we get with the hustle. What are some quick ways? Well, the only quick way uh, would be a rental, I guess. Do you know what a R34 Skyline is? Is that a serious question? That's like asking me if I know what water is, bro. Yes. Uh, the scripts we use, Kalia, are free. You can get it from Mike Ferry, Kevin Ward. What is it then? Are you serious, bro? It's a car. The GTR, bro. I had an R35. It's a generation that came out before mine. <laughs> Do you know who Patrick Bet David is? No, I don't. Hey there, what's up? Would you recommend also getting a... Construction supervisor licenses an agent. Um, I don't know anybody that has one, bro. So I think you'll be fine. 
is fit for an ADP salesman? Yes. It'll help you with your sales and your career and much more. So yes. Coming to Arizona. Um, yeah, I was in Arizona pretty recently at the EXP conference. Is there knowledge that not even money can buy? Uh, yeah, of course. A lot of information has been lost in translation too. That was never, um, you know, written down or, or documented by maybe some gurus or stuff like that. And they passed on and they took that information with them. So even money couldn't get you that, right? My philosophy was this, I'm going to get as close as possible to the people that know the shit that I want to know. And if I have to pay them a lot to learn, I'm going to do it. And that's what I've been doing. And that's why I've been successful, at least from my experience and what I've been doing. So that's why I also have no problem asking people to pay me because I know I can deliver. Right? I think some people are a little bit hesitant to charge people or say, Hey, buy this or get on my program because maybe deep down inside, they don't feel like they can deliver or they don't have the value. I'm always saying it because I know I have the value and I know I can deliver and help people for sure. Uh, international buyers, low credit. Um, I've only worked with one international buyer, but he had cash. So no, cause I know as a foreigner, at least in Cali, you need 30% down to buy. So you got to have some money. The median price range here is five or 600. That means you got to have at least 150 or 180,000. Do you go live like this every night? Uh, not always Mike. I do it for sure for my podcast and I would say at least four or five days a week, sometimes more. Cool. Okay, guys, I'm going to take off. If you have any other questions about uh, modern success, go to briancasella.com and it's on the front page. Now you can click on it and check it out. Um, let's see teambcsold.com. If you need to contact us for any real estate needs worldwide, or you can email us at teambcsold at gmail. Uh, modern success, of course, make sure you get on it. It's on briancasella.com. And lastly, exp realty. If you guys want more information, you can DM me on Instagram or you can find me online. Otherwise, you can go to join.exprealty.com and get on the program. Okay, that's it for this one. We'll see you guys next week, Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific, uh, same time, same place. Okay, peace out.